welcome back to Unfiltered Out Loud. My name is Ashley Shea and I'm so excited that you chose to come back around for episode number two, I Peaked in High School. First of all, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to my first episode and sharing it and all of those things. I am so blessed with the overwhelming support that you guys have given me. I did not expect it to be received so well, but you all far exceeded my expectations and I'm so thankful for that. Today, though, we are going to talk about something a little bit different. We're going to talk about feeling like you peaked in high school or earlier in life than where you are now. So if you're older, maybe you felt like you peaked in college. Just that whole feeling of I've already lived my best years. I've already been my best self. I can never I can never compare with who I once was. I made the decision to go ahead and talk about this for episode number two. It was planned for later on, but according to my analytics, most of you guys are my age or a little bit older, so I know a lot of us struggle with feeling like we've already done all the great, cool, perfect, amazing stuff that we're gonna do. So I thought this would be a really good episode for you guys because of course I want to provide you all with value and I think that this topic will be really beneficial for a lot of you. Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it. So as the title suggests, I feel like I peaked in high school, but not in a weird like let me hang out with high schoolers and live vicariously through them way. No, I would never want to go back like ever in a billion trillion years would I ever go back to high school. But let me explain. In high school, I had it all. I was friends with almost everyone, even the group of girls that have bullied me, which is a story for a different day. But overall, I felt invincible. I had so much on my plate. Even though life was draining me physically and emotionally, I felt like I had almost everything in high school, right? But then I go to college. I start off in the honors program, on a full ride scholarship, and on an NCAA rowing team. I was arguably successful, but I couldn't feel that success myself. I remember my freshman year constantly comparing myself to my high school self. As a freshman in college, I wasn't getting the grades that I was used to. I wasn't involved in everything coming and going, and I wasn't getting recognition for the things in the way that I did in high school, even the mediocre things. I just wasn't getting recognized for those. No one was holding my hand for pretty much the first time in my life, and it almost felt like no one even cared about me. I was trying my hardest, but I felt like I could never live up to who I once was. Hard stop. Who even was I in high school? I thought I was the same girl in college. I remember thinking, why can't I make high school me proud? Why couldn't I just surpass her? Why was I not as successful, as cool, as pretty, as anything as what I once was? Why was I living in this constant shadow? For a long time, I had no clue, but eventually it hit me. I had simply outgrown that season of my life. Hard stop. My season of life in high school was perfect to other people, so it was perfect on the surface because I was in so many extracurriculars. I had excellent grades, I had scholarships, I had everything going for me on the surface, but I was so flawed inside with no clue on how to deal with it. I was much deeper then than I am now. In my depression, in my anxiety, I was still having issues with disordered eating, I had been bullied most of my middle and high school career. I was sexually assaulted my senior year of high school. My PTSD took time to settle in. I was not okay inside. So all of the validation of me being an okay person was on the outside with the things that I had accomplished, not with who I actually was. So me being involved in 18 extracurriculars was kind of overcompensatory for all the things I felt like I was lacking inside. I felt like my whole identity was my accomplishments, my involvement, the things that brought me praise. If you asked me who I was in high school, I would tell you 
I was a dancer. I was a servant. I was a thespian. I was Miss Teen Kentucky International. When in reality, I was so much more than any of those things. I just didn't know it yet because the only way that I was able to bring myself value and understand the value that I had was in the things that I had accomplished, was in the things that I had done that people were proud of me for. I wasn't proud of who I was on the inside. I was proud of what other people were proud of me for. However, my season of life in college was very different. At first, I didn't have those external outside validations that I was an okay person and it really crippled me. I didn't know how to see the beauty within myself and my flaws, so I was still looking outwards to get that validation. Obviously, I was not getting that. Back home, I was a big fish in a small pond. At college, I had to be a small fish in an ocean. My freshman year was rough, and it really started whenever I was trying to really figure myself out as a person first and come to find comfort in that. I came out of the closet my freshman year of college. I started removing external things from my life that no longer served me. And I started going to therapy to figure out who the hell I even was. I'm not gonna lie to you, it was shit. I felt lost and I felt like I was changing as much as the tide. Some days I was full academic driven like nerd. Some days I was all about theater. Some days I was all dancer. Some days I was all servant's heart and some days I was nothing. So if I was around a bunch of people in my acting courses, I was 100% theater. If I was with all of my pre-med friends, I was 100% like academics, straight and narrow path there. I was just trying to please whoever I was around and make myself easy to digest for them, I suppose. I was constantly selling myself short because people only got to see one facet of me, not my entire personality. I would tuck and hide parts of my identity to make it easier for whoever I was around to handle me. I don't remember exactly why I was trying so hard to be digestible, but now I really think I was just trying to figure out which part of me resonated best with people, like what part of me mattered most, what was I best at, what was my most valuable trait. I quickly found out that no matter which part of myself I was showing, I was still not who I wanted to be. I wasn't receiving internal or external validation because I wasn't being true to myself or those around me. I was in a season of valleys in every sense of the word and for a long time I wasn't really okay even after I was in college and trying to figure myself out. Fast forward to later in college I'm in a different season of life. I started going to therapy and actually taking it seriously. I started taking my medications regularly and I had a clear-ish idea of who I was and who I wanted to be. I was all of this positive shit but I still did not feel like I compared to high school me because even though I had the internal validation that I needed, I wasn't getting the external validation that I was so used to in high school. Though it wasn't even on purpose, I was still measuring my worth by the accomplishments that I had on paper and the way people responded to those accomplishments. When you're 20 something, people aren't going to praise you for everything you do. It's weird and it's different and it can make you feel like you're not doing enough, like ever, you can feel like you're doing everything, but you know, if you just add that one little thing to your repertoire, you will receive all the external validation. But newsflash, that's not going to happen. You can keep adding and adding and adding to your plate, but whenever you're 20-something, more often than not, you are not going to get the same validation for that as you did in high school. It's honestly just going to make you more anxious, more stressed, and likely less happy with yourself. I've been there. I get it, okay? So I know that was long for my stories. I know, but seriously, just think about it for a second. I'm sure your story is 
very similar or you know someone who went through a very similar experience, right? I always joke about peaking in high school and at least for me, there was an inkling of truth to that, right? Did you ever feel like this? Like you peaked in high school? You know, maybe joke about it until you realized it wasn't a fucking joke anymore? That's what this podcast is for. You haven't peaked yet, you're still climbing your mountain, and you have so many more hills and valleys to cover before you get there. With that being said, let's jump into the real stuff. And oftentimes I feel like, so earlier, whenever I was discussing my story, I briefly talked about how the first thing I want to remind you of is just because you are in a certain season of life now does not mean you will be in that same season a month from now, a year from now, two years from now, you're going to ebb and change, right? And during those seasons of change, there are going to be so many hills and so many valleys, right? We all know just because we, you know, hit 20 years old that life doesn't stop turning. We don't have all of our problems figured out because, oh, hey, we figured out where we want to go to college. Oh, hey, we figured out what kind of career we want or whatever the case may be. We're still going to have problems. We are still going to have highs and we're still going to have lows. That's just a part of life. That's a part of every season of life. So I know for me in the season of life that I'm in right now, I can easily find myself comparing my current hills and valleys to the hills and valleys that I've experienced beforehand. My highs are simply not as high as the highs of my high school season of life, which, okay, that's that's fair. A lot of that for me at least is based on external validation. But on that same hand, whenever I'm looking at my lows in this current season of life for me compared to my lows in my high school season of life, my lows are a lot less deep now than what they once were. But in high school, for many of us, our highs seem so high and our lows seem so low just because of hormones and, you know, becoming an adult and all of these factors. Everything seems so much bigger than what it is. So honestly, from what I remember, my external validation felt like it was, you know, so much. It made me feel on top of the world. But was that actually like reality or was that just how I perceived it? Because, you know, in high school, my highs were so high. My lows were so low. I can't really answer to that now. I'm very far removed from that season of my life, but it's definitely something to take a second and think about. There is one constant among all of us, and that constant is the fact that we need to believe that the best is yet to come to be better functioning people, right? We need to have that outlook on life that the best is not behind us and that we are still searching for more for better, for the best versions of ourselves. I found a quick article on Thought Catalog by Rania Name, and I thought she put it really beautifully. So she had a quote that said, while it's easier to predict more of the same, we have to somehow believe that the best is yet to come, that we're still learning and growing so we can make better decisions that will lead to a better future. That's really all I wanted to include from that article, but I included it for a really important reason and it's because it's so true, right? For us to keep being productive and for the best to actually be what's coming for us, we have to believe that. And for us to believe that we have to be acting accordingly, right? Because if we're all sitting in the thought space that the best has already came, we have already been our best selves, we've lived the highlight reel of our lives, meanwhile we're only 23, we're going to stop working so hard, we're going to stop doing the things that bring us joy, and we're going to end up being miserable, right? So we have to keep believing that the best is yet to come, and in that belief we have to continue learning and growing and making those decisions that 
will ultimately make it a, a fruitful thing, you know, that will actually make the best be what's coming for us. On that same note, whenever we're thinking about the best being yet to come, we do also have to kind of look a little bit at our past, right? And we have to understand that our bad experiences, our bad situations that we've been in, we need to consider all of those as learning lessons, as life lessons, and things that we have overcame instead of things that we are victims to. I know this wording might be a little sensitive to some people. I know some of the things that have happened to me in my life, whether it's been out of my control or not. At first, I did very much so have a victim mentality being like, oh, why did it happen to me? Me, 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 me. When in reality, I needed to have more of a survivor mentality like okay yes this happened to me but the me 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 part is how I overcame it so quick little interlude there for that but seriously think about you know all of those things as lessons and things that you can avoid later on if the transition from what I was just speaking about to this topic is very choppy I apologize my girlfriend just got out a bag of deli sliced like Cajun turkey and my dog freaked out because he wanted some even though he cannot have any so I might have to include this in the episode that way you all know why everything seems so wonky but nonetheless we'll go ahead and continue we were just talking about how the best is yet to come and how we have to think that and I know for a lot of people that's kind of an unsettling thought because a lot of us aren't that optimistic right I personally am one of the biggest optimists ever like literally ever However, I know a lot of people are not like that, my girlfriend included. She's definitely more of like a realist and I know whenever you are not an optimist and you don't have an optimistic mindset, it's really easy to be quote unquote realistic about the situation and be like, okay, yeah. So the best has already came because I accomplished this, this, and this, and there's really no way for me to do better than what I used to do or be better than who I used to be or whatever the case may be. And you think that's a realistic approach, which is fair, right? But if you go through life with that realistic approach, you're never going to be more successful than what you were once were. You'll be making that your own reality, right? This kind of ties into speaking things into existence and like believing that the best is yet to come will make the best yet to come. If you're thinking, okay, the best has already came, you're not going to be doing the actions that you need to be doing to make the best be what's coming for you, right? So a lot of that kind of ties into like intuitive living and being very conscious of like how you speak about yourself and your situation and your dreams, your goals and plans. One thing that I've started doing recently is a vision board. So it was about a year ago whenever I got really interested in like conscious living and like being really aware of your goals and your dreams and the steps that you need to make to achieve those goals and dreams, right? So whenever January rolled around, I talked to my girlfriend about it. She was also interested and we decided to make a vision board together. We decided to do, you know, just one board. It's kind of split down the middle where one side is my goals, one side is hers. And down the middle, we have some couple goals or goals that we have both shared. Of course, I'm not going to share all of my goals with you because I don't want to don't want to spoil them too bad. I'm a, a little superstitious in that regard. But something that I've noticed is being able to see that dream board every day and really think about my goals and my plans and whether or not my daily actions are aligning with them. I'm so much more conscious of my goals, meaning I'm so much more likely to do the actions that are required to reach my goals. So one of my big goals that were that was on my board that I did not think was going to come true 
is getting into medical school, right? That was a huge hurdle for me. I'm gonna have a whole podcast episode dedicated to medical school admissions and all of that stuff. But if you just saw me on paper, you would not think that I would be going to medical school. And here I am, uh, got accepted to two schools, so I'm waitlisted at one other. Had another interview that I ended up not even taking. So I felt really successful with my uh, medical school application cycle. But I don't think I would have been as successful if I didn't have that constant reminder every single morning whenever I got out of bed in my first white coat this year, right? And now I'm in the position that I get to do that. It's came true and I'm so thankful for it. But a lot of that I do attribute to waking up every morning, seeing a picture of, actually the picture I chose was a hanger that says like first white coat on it. But I see that every single morning, whenever I wake up, every single night before I go to bed. So every single day I'm constantly reminded, okay, if you have a task to do for a medical school admissions committee if I need to send in an updated transcript this that or whatever um, I'm reminded to do that just from that little reminder before I go to sleep and whenever I first wake up so that's something I did want to go ahead and suggest to you guys in this episode because it's still relevant to feeling like you peaked in high school because if you feel like you peaked in high school the goal is to not feel like that anymore right the goal is to feel like you are going to peak soon it's right around the river bend right it's coming up next. It is in that next season of your life and you're just going to keep being better and growing through every single season. You're going to keep peaking. So the reason I included this is, of course, to kind of go back to the we need to believe the best is yet to come. We need to do actions to make that happen. But how are you going to do the actions to make these crazy wildest dream accomplishments happen? if you don't even know what your goals are, right? So what thing or action can you accomplish that will make you feel so proud of yourself that you're gonna feel like you're peaking? For me, one of the huge ones was getting into medical school. I was like, okay, if I get into medical school, I'm gonna feel on top of the world. There's no way like my high school self could ever compete with that, right? That might not be the healthiest way of thinking about it, but that's how it makes sense in my brain. So if you have those actions clear in your mind, you know what you want to do, it makes it so much easier to believe that the best is yet to come, right? Because you're getting those daily reminders like, okay, what's in store for me? Being a physician, cool. Like that is my life goal, that is everything I want. And of course it's gonna look different for everyone, but just for an example, being a physician was my life goal. Nothing can top that. Um, I mean, of course I have more goals than that, but you know, like that was, that was a really, really hard stretch for me. So knowing I could accomplish that, you know, gave me some hope for the future, gave me the whole, okay, the best is yet to come. I'm almost through this season of valleys. I'm ready to go into my season of highs. I'm ready to go into my seasons of, you know, my hills. But whenever you have the idea that the best is yet to come, your hills are coming, you're almost out of your season of valleys, that can help remind you that you haven't, you haven't peaked yet. You have so much more life to do and just because you were successful in high school, whether you actually were successful or people just told you or you felt like they were proud of you or you had accomplished X, Y, or Z, you, you have so much more than, than just high school or just college or just whatever your peak was, right? You have so much more life to do. You have so many more things to accomplish. And by taking the time to think, what, what do I want to accomplish? How do I accomplish them? You can get there and no longer feel like you peaked. 
whenever you think you peaked. Finish whatever season of life it was that we felt was the most successful for us. Before I officially end this podcast episode, I do want to go ahead and summarize what I just went over. So we need a clear action item, a clear plan for how we can feel accomplished, how we can achieve our dreams. So our first step needs to be to figure out what the hell we want, make an action plan for that. That in turn will give us the hope that we need to feel like the best is yet to come because we're constantly working towards our goals. And that will finally lead to the sense of accomplishment that so many of us have been craving ever since we graduated high school or graduated college, or I wanted to go ahead and restate that in this way. I know for me, I like to hear a very simplified, cut and dry version of what the main takeaway is. That is really all I had for you guys today. Again, I wanna thank you guys so much for listening. You all have supported me way more than what I ever expected, and I hope we're able to keep this podcast growing. I just found out today, actually, that I'm now on Apple Podcast, which does allow you to leave a review and a comment on the show. So if you are one of my Apple listeners, please go ahead and do that. It definitely helps get the word out here, out there about this podcast. And of course, word of mouth helps so much. So if you enjoyed what you heard today, or if you want to support me, please go ahead and take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast. You can post on your Instagram story and tag me at Ashley Shaybug. I would love to repost you. I would love to know who is listening to me and what you're learning because at the end of the day, I really just want to provide you guys with as much value as I can. And I actually have a really cool episode in line for you next week. So I hope you're getting excited for that. Anyways, that is all I have for you guys today. So as always, love, peace, and chicken grease. Bye, (music) y'all.